Hello and welcome to Undoing the Complex with Chantel and Gummy Bear Chewing Dante Nelson. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I got gummy bears. He was sitting here like a zombie. And I needed something to wake me up. You were going to say coffee. You were going to drink. You were going to say I coffee. I was, but didn't have the it's willpower to make a cup. Also, do you know that there's a um, study? Oh, Lord, you um, in this study. There's a study about you doctors. love this study. There's a study about <laughs> doctors who um, they did kind of a two test groups. One test group had candy and another one didn't have candy. And they gave them the same problem. And the doctors who had candy um, got to the solution faster than the doctors who did it. And the study, basically um, the deduction or whatever you say it, call that. Results. Results. Was that through play and that kind of space that they got to the solution way quicker? So, But did they test them three hours after that sugar consumption to see how well their brain was functioning? Who cares? Lives were probably crashing. saved. This is the thing about studies. I got to stop say, eating this in the camera because, I mean, in the mic, because I think I can hear, like, the smacking of my tongue, <laughs> the saliva. You got to be careful with studies because they tell you a small little snippet of the information and then you're like oh gummy bears makes you smart i know i know that's true that's true but this one is working in my favor because i eat candy at work a little bit more now i know i've seen that big stack of gummy bears in your drawer i know it helps me long days well today we are talking about a subject that actually one of you guys on instagram asked a question about and it was, how do you stay connected with your spouse with kids? That's a real thing. <laughs> all, all the parents just said, uh, hold Hallelujah. on, hold on, Amen. hold on. We got to listen. Turn this up. Turn this up right now. Well, this is going to be a really short episode because the long story short is that we don't stay connected. <laughs> <laughs> just Man, kidding. you figure it out like. It's a lot. Sorry, y'all. It took me a long time because I literally was trying to swallow a gummy bear. It's a lot. It is a lot. Before we even dive into that, all the parents out there, we just want to give y'all a shout out because we are the unsung heroes. Um, All right. All right. People can't hear the clap that (laughs) well, babe. But um, we just, we know it's, it's real, especially if you have young kids. Man, it is a lot. It's a lot. It is nonstop, never ceasing, never ending, forever going. But we are so glad that they are in the bed right now. Yes. Lord, let them sleep in until eight o'clock. But this is a really great subject because for those of you that have kids, especially young kids, where they need your attention and they are not as independent. And so they pull from you a lot. And the capacity and the energy and the space that you would normally have to give to your spouse is now being pulled and drained throughout the day by little people who need you all the time. And so then by the time the end of the day rolls around, the reserves that you have saved for an evening with your spouse have been you don't, you drained don't have it. You don't. by your kids. You're like, I have nothing to give you. And so then it's like, sorry, babe, I'm tired. I got to go to bed. Right. Is that when I'm like asking for something that married people do? Yeah, like a conversation yeah, and to hang great, out on yeah, the great couch. Conversation. Yeah, I love conversations. To watch a movie together. Yeah, movies are incredible. Love I fall movies. asleep in every single movie we watch. Yeah, I'm used to it now. Remember I used to get 
offended by that. Yeah, you did. And fall asleep during movies, and I wanted you to stay up. I know. I thought it was the romantic thing to do. We stay up <laughs> late and watch movies together. But now the romantic thing is like, hey, baby, you want to watch a movie? And I said, yeah, I'll watch it for 20 minutes and then fall asleep next and to you. And then you fall asleep on my shoulder, and I love it so much. I do. Or he watches a movie in the bed, and then I can just fall asleep. Yeah. Five minutes That's in. That's fun. I like that. Um, but we've found ways to be able to stay connected yes. with small kids. Yes. And don't it, get it perfectly. No. But but we do um like we have some rhythms. Yes. Rhythms that are not full foolproof, but they but meet been, our yeah, and they've, needs they've, for connection throughout the week. They've been tested and tried by our beautiful kids. Yes. <laughs> and um, you know, there's we have so many moments of us me trying to express my heart or something and my beautiful son's eye just keeps interrupting and he loves to, <laughs> to interrupt. Yeah, it's, it's like he thing. knows when we're having I'm like I was just about to share the vulnerable other. spaces of my heart with my friend and you don't care about my emotions right now <laughs> and they at, at all and we've also taught him this thing though because he would just interrupt and get angry yeah and so i taught him this thing okay when you have a thought but somebody but mommy and daddy are talking i need you to hold your thought in your hand like a fist catch it and hold it catch it and hold it so you don't forget it and just hold your and thought so up now in the he air. walks around with one fist in the air and goes mm, like what, mm, what? Mm. yeah and literally just holds it up i'm like son you you can't like this that's not like and he a, gets impatient the second he sticks his oh, fist yeah. up in the air like you still gotta wait he's four <laughs> he's four so um and then our beautiful son kobe who just does not care at all about whatever's he wants going milk right on there, he's he wants yell it, it right then and there he calls milk nut me yeah, not I, me, not to, me. He, what is he used to call it? He used to call it nyo, nyo, nyo. And then now he says nut me. Like what? Some what? Like what in your brain said? Let's change it up to nut me. And call it. It's got a thing. One day, white, that white stuff that drizzles down. Nut me. I want that. He if he sees it in the grocery store from afar, he'll start yelling nut me, nut me. <laughs> like we went down the detergent aisle the other day, and he he was pointing nut me, nut me, because like, like, there are a bunch of white <laughs> detergents. Alexa, off. <laughs> I didn't realize she was playing. Sorry, y'all. All right. We're, we're in our living room. We're going to get to a few simple ways to stay connected in marriage with dot, 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 kids. With kids. And so our first question, we're going to we're gonna pose these in question format so and that also, you can. Also, if you're not a parent, yourself. if you're not a parent. Oh, look at this. If, you, <laughs> if you're not a parent. Um, if you can't see him because it's a podcast. Yes. He just found a pair of sunglasses in his pocket and now he's wearing them. Yep. So if you're not a parent and one day you want to be a parent, then this is also for you because you get to go in with maybe a little little bit more of a game plan. My 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 thing is Chantel just like smirk because she's <laughs> like game plans don't matter. <laughs> I don't think you can ever be prepared for kids. <laughs> ever. Yeah, because you don't know. You, it's, it's like, like I read kids the are books, like a box of chocolate. You I read the blogs. Yeah. And I spent the first year of Zai's life trying to unread everything that I had prepared myself you, for. You did. You studied those books. And I was just telling you to kind of tell me, give me a synopsis of the no, story. No, you were supposed to read the highlighted sections right. in the book. Right. Didn't do that. <laughs> Anyways, um, for all of the non-parents out there that maybe one day want to be parents, um, this hopefully 
Um, you can go back to this podcast once you have kids or maybe you're pregnant right now and your kid is coming and you're like, man, I want to be as prepared as I can. I would even say listen to this because even the feeling of, man, I'm getting information feels good. So maybe it'll boost your confidence, even though it won't help your game plan. There you go. There you go. Okay. That's All right. We're going to we're going to phrase these in terms of a question so that you can ask yourself. Yes. Do I have these things in my life? Um, so number one, do you have windows of time for connection? Yeah, this was a thought that came from, um, with kids, they, they take up a lot of your time between work and family and work and family and church, um, is, is and the social events calendar, social events and, and our businesses that we're trying to build, um, the dreams that we're going after, um, trips, all those different things that, you know, make up the beautiful mosaic of our life. Kids are involved in the majority of them. If you actually are going to be present with your kids and you want to build memories with them, um, every age is a crucial age. There's never a moment to check out with your kids. And so this reality happens because, you are still um, husband and wife <laughs> when you have kids and um, and all of us know this, but like when, when kids come into the picture, you have to rediscover connection with mm-hmm. each other. Because so, no longer do you have five hours after you get home from no. work to spend together. And we only had that for, we found out four months in that you're pregnant into, yeah. into marriage. And then nine months later, Zaya's busting the scenes saying like come on let's get it going I'm ready to have some fun (laughs) and and so I think for us finding windows was so important for our connection and having those windows now more than ever especially the more busier or full life gets um, having windows of time has been probably one of the most beneficial things for us and so the question is do you know your windows and by windows you mean I mean, those those spaces in between the day that you find where you can actually see each other. Mm-hmm. And for us, I know a big one is literally like right before we actually hopped on this thing or mm-hmm. um, or even right now, we're kind of connecting, even though this is, you know, for you guys, um, we're enjoying this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is us being able to talk. And then after we get off the podcast and we start tearing down stuff, we're talking about our day. We're seeing where each other are at. And And usually uh, other windows, like windows can be big windows or like small little pocket windows. Like usually during dinner time, we always ask each other, what was the highlight of your day? What was something that made you laugh today? Questions like that where it's like we're not just going about the parenting grind and then everything falls on after the kids go to bed. We're catching up. We're texting throughout the day sometimes. Sometimes you'll come home for lunch and you'll call me on the way home. Yeah. And we'll sometimes I can't text back. And you know that that's not me like ignoring your text, but I'm busy in a day, you know. But there's sometimes where one of us is having a hard day and we just need to let the other person see us. We're not looking for a full on conversation over over text. We used to. (laughs) We used to. But like being able to let the other person see you and having those windows Um, I I was going to say something about the dinner space earlier um, this past week. You know, usually when we're at the dinner table, we have a a loose no phone policy 
that we don't bring the phones to the table. I don't um, think it's loose. It's pretty strict. I'm saying loose in the sense of like if you got to send something or something has to get done at the time, it's not like, yeah. you know, you're getting shot from having the phone at the table. But um, this past week, and, and, and for us, you know, we want um, us being at the table eating together um, to be a part of our family. Um, but earlier this week, me and Chantel hadn't had a lot of space to connect, and we literally put on the show, and the boys started watching the show, and we literally just talked and connected and used that as a window. Mm-hmm. And even though that's not normally a thing, it's like, right. oh, actually, man, our connection is is that important that oh, we can we can let them watch a little bit of show if it's ac- actually going to keep them preoccupied right now. Right. And they're going to be in the living room, man. Let's let's just talk and, and catch up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Another window of time that we do to kind of, well, we're going to start to do this. What do we call it? We haven't came up with the name. You're talking about the powwow thing? Yeah, it's not the powwow thing. It's the, yeah, we didn't Nelson, even call it the powwow. Nelson game plan. Nelson. The, the Nelson game plan. See, <laughs> we, I'm talking about this window. That is, I have the drafted plan. We're also going to see if this it works. Window. We don't know if this plan, we don't know if this window is going to work. We're testing it out. Okay, because normally on Mondays, we have a window of time between when we drop Zion off at school and when we go to work. And it's 45 minutes, and we've always taken that window to, usually we process business, but this, we're going to try and make it a thing of. And we've processed a bit of life, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's kind of been an open window. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to try and make it a space where we talk through the week, because a lot of times when you have kids, too, your schedule is so full and you're kind of just on the fly. Like we got this tonight. We got that tomorrow. Like I'm working this day. We're getting a babysitter this day. And so we wanted to create a window of time in our week where we can actually connect with each other and actually see what's happening for the week. So that life isn't just hitting us in the face and that we can go into the week knowing what's happening so that our windows of connection are actually for connection and not us talking through details details yeah and so that's the hope for the window like i said the window the plans have been drafted yeah but it hasn't been built yet but that's what we're trying to do But one of our main like windows of time of connection is after we put both boys to bed we sit on the couch out in in the front room before we go take a shower do all those things and kind of wind down for the night Mm -hmm. um that's kind of our like biggest like all right we know and, and sometimes that's five minutes. Sometimes that's 45 minutes. Right. You know, depending on where we're at. Um, sometimes we've had a long day and we're like, man, I just want to shower, not be touched, not to talk to anybody and, ju- and just go sleep. <laughs> and these windows are apart from date nights and like yeah. longer periods of time where we're hanging out. Like these aren't the only times of connection. These are just more so through the week. Through the work week windows. Yeah. Now we need some times that we can actually yeah, that see we can each other. On. That are, And then you get those gift moments, you know, where the, the, our kids are getting along and they're just going in the room playing and having a lot of fun. And then you're like, oh, look, here's a window. Hey, how you doing? How, oh, how you doing? And we get to actually talk for a little bit yes. over dinner prep or something like that. So if you don't have these kinds of windows find them and create them because the thing about these windows is a lot of times throughout the week, if we get disconnected or we have an an argument over something and we can't process it right there in front of our kids, or if it needs a little bit more unpacking, we know, okay, once the kids go to bed, we're going to talk this through. And even on Wednesday nights, we were both busy and, but usually Thursday mornings are a little bit slower of a morning yeah. so we can have time to unpack it. These windows are so that there's always a space in your week where 
you're getting to connect and process through things that you might have had to put on the shelf while your kids are running around screaming and beating you. And sometimes you have to create those windows like, hey, what do you think if we, you know, talk about that thing like on a drive? Right. You know, before we go to this next thing, can we talk on a drive and and see how far we get? You Mm -hmm. know, because a lot of times uh, that unpacking is like, man, we said something and someone misunderstood the other person or you said something that you didn't mean or a misunderstanding that you don't have time to actually clarify because a kid just interrupted and said, someone has poop somewhere. (laughs) And, you know, and you got to go figure that thing out. You... For, for us, we've really built some trust of like, I know that if you're running in there, you're not running away from me. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're running, actually go help Cy or go do this thing. We're not avoiding each other or avoiding the thing that we, we need to talk about. And so I think a lot of times knowing like, what am I thinking and what are you thinking? And hey, which is number two. Oh, okay. It is. Do you keep short accounts with disconnection? Oh, Oh, look at that. I completely forgot about that point. Mm -hmm. Yes. So keeping short accounts with moments of disconnection has been something that we've done. um, That's really been helpful because I never have to have a question in my mind about what you're thinking about me. Mm -hmm. And this is coming from the fact that for years we didn't. Right. And we kept the longest accounts and we would just have a disconnection or a disagreement and put it up on the shelf and life was busy yeah. and we never brought it back down. And and half of it was avoidance of conflict, but the other half was the reality of having kids. Yeah. Man, you if if you have to go figure something out with your son or some something's happening and I know I'm not being specific with moments, but I'm just saying like if a kid is screaming because they have poop in a diaper and that diaper needs to be changed, you're going to go change the diaper. And so just so many times, these things are just always coming up at the perfect time where you need to talk through something. Mm-hmm. It just always, for somehow, it just lines perfectly with a moment of conflict and a kid, a child needing something. And so a lot of times you can feel powerless in those moments, but keeping short accounts really helps diffuse like, oh, this isn't the only window I'm going to have mm-hmm. to let you see me. Because when those windows are small and the and the, the short accounts isn't happening, everything feels high stakes. Mm-hmm. Every argument, every disagreement, um, and I'm only saying this because this is what I, I remember us like, man, it, it feels like it's the end of the world if we don't figure it out right now. And when but, we weren't keeping short accounts with each other, it would just build up, build up, build up. And then when we did have a window of time to be together, the we last thing we would want to do is sit down and have to go through the laundry list of all the arguments. So then it would just keep growing. Yes. And so keeping short accounts with each other allows us to process disagreements or disconnections really quickly after they happen, when the kids go to bed, when we have a second to talk it through yeah. so that we're not just like piling it on top of each other. And then it's not taking up the whole night and then you end yes. up going to bed still disconnected yeah you know um so that's definitely been something that's helped us um you want to go to the next one how are you teaching your kids that your relationship is valuable that's a great question first of all they don't care our toddlers yet because they don't understand yes and so i guess the the better question is how do we get our our kids to understand that this is important Mm mm-hmm 
And for us, um, I know one of my first thoughts was um, I remember when Zai would kind of freak out when we would kiss. And and for me, it was like, man, I can either um, bow to his bow to that. And man, I just don't want to hear the screaming again. Mm -hmm. Or I can look at him and say, hey, Sonny, this is my wife. And this is what daddy does to show affection. And I'm always going to kiss her. So you're going to have to get used to that. And you actually like this, this love right here, because of this, you get to have so much fun in this house and in this family Yeah. because of, because of what we're doing in our connection. And so I think for us, like when he, now when he sees us kiss and things like that, he doesn't think anything of it. But a lot of times we have to show our kids that, man, we're, we're snuggled. Mommy and daddy are snuggling. We're close. We're, we're looking at each other with googly eyes and um, all, all of that in front of them. I heard it. This this one older couple in our community were talking about how they teach their kids that their relationship is valuable. And they go on trips, I think, two times a year for a couple days away from their kids. And their kids would ask them, like, why do you always go? Why do you leave? And like, why? Why do you go without us? And their answer was, because one day you're going to leave this house and you're going to go have your own family. But me and daddy are always going to be together. And we need to yeah, invest in that. Yeah, yeah. And that's different with like toddlers. Like right. we, we completely understand like we don't even like leaving our kids yeah. for too long. I'm just talking about this creating that season for them. Yeah. Creating the value and the understanding that we're not just mom and dad. That's right. not our only job. That's not our only role and title. It's we're married and right. we're friends and we like to spend time together. And right. it's not just all about them yeah Yeah. and and for us I think we do a lot of explaining with our kids of like hey the reason daddy kissed mommy is because daddy loves mommy so much and this is how daddy expresses his love towards mommy do you love when daddy shows love to you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah do how does that make you feel when I show love to you what does that make you feel like oh okay what what do you feel when daddy kissed mommy what does that make you feel I don't know Okay, well, well, maybe we can talk about that because Daddy wants you to feel okay when when he kisses Mommy, and then we we do it again, mm-hmm. and and that's the that's the conversation we're having. We're not having, am I gonna kiss her or not in front of you? Yeah, like that. That's not that's not an option. Love is gonna be shown in the house in different ways to different people. In a way that that's gonna happen between Mommy and Daddy, it's gonna be through hugs, holding hands, googly eyes. Um, and kissing on the cheek, you know, kissing on the forehead. We're, we're not, you know, tongue kissing in front of our kids. We ain't going to do that. <clears throat> but but we are showing each other affection in front of our kids so that they are used to the idea of mommy and daddy time is yeah. an important thing yeah. in this house. Yeah, that's good. Lastly, number four, does your spouse know where you're at? Yeah. I think that kind of goes hand in hand with the keeping the short accounts, Mm -hmm. but also, you know, does your spouse know you're having a long day at work? You know, I think we do a really good job. If I'm coming home and I've had a day, I'm like, babe, I'm, I'm a little tapped. That doesn't mean that I'm disconnecting or not going to show up to my family. This, the 5 PM coming or 4 30 PM coming home from work time. I know this for a fact is a huge trigger point among so many marriages of people with kids because 
As stay-at-home moms, we've been home all day with the kids and we're waiting. Like that time between 4 and 4.30 is like the slowest time on earth and we're waiting for the relief to come. But And this is the case with stay-at-home moms and working dads. There's lots of different combinations of whatever. Um, But Dante's coming home after having a long, exhausting day too. And so it can be a point of tension and disagreement and disconnection when there's so much expectation on both ends and then you're just coming in all at the same time without no communication. One is exhausted from being with the kids all day. The other's exhausted from having a long day at work and then it all just kind of erupts in frustration. And so does your spouse know where you're at is exactly what you were saying. Like I'll text you. You also want to physically know where I'm at. Like, Hey, where are you? Like you're like, no, listen, when it's like four, four twenty five, I'm like looking at your location yeah. and being like, is the dot yeah. moving? Me, me and a friend, we were explaining to some guys who um, didn't have kids and we were talking about the reality of like, listen, man, it is terrifying to like be coming home from working. You know, your wife is like wondering, where are you? <laughs> Need you to get home now. And you're coming up, pulling up to the driveway and your kids are like, with all of the energy ready to play. Or I'm holding the door handle day, ready to let them out. It is out. the most terrifying thing <laughs> for a dad to come home after a long day with kids with the energy that is ready to freaking fire off a rocket. And they're like, play. I want to play. I'm ready. Come on, daddy. Let's do it. <laughs> it's terrifying. I bet it is. And so I think a lot of times, like, being known by your spouse and letting them know, like, where you're at. Mm-hmm. I think that really just so that you can have some grace to show up where you're at. Sometimes sometimes I'll I'll come in the house and I'm like, all right, we're going to play. But that is going to like lay down and you're going to jump on my back. Like you can wrestle me. You can punch me, kick me. I'm just going to lay there dead. You play that one, the game that we learned from our friend. What's on my butt? (laughs) What's on my butt? And you lay down. Listen, this is about to change your life. (laughs) You lay down on the couch or the floor. On your stomach. On your stomach. And you say, all right, I want you to go grab something, and I'm going to try to guess what you put on my butt. <laughs> and they put it on there, and, you're like, and I say, what's on my butt? You're like, I can't tell you. And you just keep guessing. And you just do it as long as you can. But you know <laughs> you're trying to get a couple of Zs while you're doing it. So your focus shouldn't be what's on your butt. You should be focusing on, man, this ground feels nice. <laughs> I, I, I've still you played that, that game. game. Oh, no, you played it a couple of days ago. Yeah, I know. But um, also... Also, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm still figuring out making sure I'm home consistently at 430. So I would say you that, a, that you did a good job last week. Yeah, I would say that that's an area that I'm like, man, I'm, I'm really building back trust. I was going to say all like, of this. I'm, I got to make sure I get home on time, 430. It comes with trust, like knowing yeah. where your spouse is at comes with trust of like they're not just going to be like hey listen i'm tapped today and it's been like a hundred days in a row (laughs) (laughs) hey i'm i'm tapped i I can't do it we've actually really i feel like we've gotten pretty good at this of like me texting you around four being like babe i am exhausted and i had a really hard day and you come in and sometimes you've had a long day too yeah and we both just kind of go at it having a long day but then there's sometimes when you're like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm come ready. home i'm ready i'm gonna be present 100%. i'm gonna show up you kind of get your game face on on the yep. ride home yep. but that wouldn't come we wouldn't be able to meet each other's need in that space if we didn't actually communicate where it is that we're at yeah and i and i think not feeling the pressure um that you're not not thinking that you're gonna put pressure on the other spouse by letting them know where you're at 
Because I think a lot of times we withhold because we're like, oh, they probably had a long day too, so I don't want to let them know where I'm at. Well, no, it's not like you're letting them know because they're about to carry all the brunt. It's so that, hey, where are you at? This is where I'm at. Man, we see each other. How can we be a team? Mm-hmm. Because this is all about being a team. Like, so that when when things come up, man, because we know where each other at, man, I'm, I'm going to push a little bit more for you. I got your back. Man, yeah. I'm going to do that with you. I, I, I got your back. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing about connection in marriage with kids is that they're only little for a short amount of time. And so we're on, we're only in the space where their needs Lord, are so I, high. I'm, I'm believing that with you. Because one day yes. they go to school and that's true. They become more independent. They hang out with their friends. And, and so and you can speak more than that because I'm not home throughout the week, throughout the work week. I'm, I'm you know, in the office and stuff. And so. You're the one feeling a lot of the the breeze of them Zai going to school, right? But even in our connection and being married, it's there's going to be I don't know maybe there's going to be that's more what space I'm saying. You, you're up. saying this, but I'm like, hold on, I haven't experienced this yet. <laughs> you might have heard this on the podcast, another podcast. <laughs> Let us know. We're not sure. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not sure. We're only talking about like what we have we've a four year old and what we and a two year old, almost two year old. Yeah, we're yeah. still in toddler land. And, and it's hard. Yeah. It but is. we we have to figure out how to keep our connection strong. That's what I was going to so say. It's hard, but our connection isn't dying because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel more connected to you than ever. Yeah. And in our kids, and we're wanting to have a, a third at some point, you know. And so, like, yeah, we must be doing good if we're thinking about having That's a third true. child, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. But, yeah, so we hope, we hope that this helps. We hope that... Um, you can take some of this and get a little inspired with where you're at mm-hmm. um, and feel a little bit more hope um, and maybe get a couple of laughs just to feel understood and seen because we are in um, that parent in life with y'all. And um, it is it is rewarding and fun. But, man, it is tiring. It is no joke. Um, we we just, um, you know, came back from a trip and are spending time with the boys today. And we're just so excited to be with them and um, go on a little walk outside and um, put them down to bed and snuggle them. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. We love you guys and we will be back soon.